This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. God is the only one that has the right to define a thing because he's the one that made the thing. Somebody say amen. Turn with me to Genesis 1. Ooh, Lord. Genesis 1 and 26. See, because God called us to be certain things and we won't be those things because of what the image that we have in our heads. Now, we had told you last week, and I'll say this to you again, is uh, a man has to get an image before he can understand really what God has called him for. Somebody say amen. He can't walk in dominion until he understands and walk in power until he understands his image of who he is. And once I understand who I am now, I'm not called the Lord over her, but to encourage and to nourish her. You see what I mean? And I'm not beating her down. I'm not, I'm not me man and you woman her. Does that make sense? Amen. All right. Look what the Bible says in Genesis 1, 26. Then we'll go back over our four points and then we'll, we'll leave you here and take you home. Somebody say amen. And God said, let us make man in our own image, our own likeness, and let them have dominion. So he's telling Telling you and I, male and female, this way, I'm going to make you my own image. I want you to have, I want you to be able to see certain things. Now, for a man, for a man, he's got to be able to know his role and what he's supposed to do. We have said that there was a four-point thing that we have given you and that we want you to continually meditate on that as a man and as a woman on what I should be looking for. Number one, we said he has to play the role of a prophet. I won't say play. He has to have the role of a prophet. That's what a man should do. What I mean by that, he should be a husband to, now he's got to be a husband to I mean, to his wife, but he's got to be the family prophet. He represents God to his wife. He represents God to his family. Your children should be able to look at you and see God. As a man, your wife should be able to look at you and see God also. Somebody say amen. She she should see you praying. She should see you worshiping. She should see you teaching. You should be having discussions as husband and wife. You should be having discussions with one another about the word of God and what it means. As a man, if I'm going to be a prophet of my home, see, I got to learn this. And see, because if I find, if whoso findeth the wife, if I find me one out there, then I want her to line up. I want her to be able to understand what she's got. Somebody say amen. All right. Okay. He, uh, secondly, as a role of a priest, we said that last week, a couple weeks ago, a priest meditates before God. He represents his children and his wife. He's spending time in prayer, interceding for his family, for his wife. Now, man, isn't that something? I'm spending time in prayer for my family. This is who I am as a man. I got to pray for my wife. I got to pray for my family. I'm praying for my kids. Kids I ain't even never had yet. I'm praying for 
I'm interceding for my children before they get here. Does that make sense? You understand? See, see, now my role is taking on. Now I'm doing what God tells me to do. I'm getting before him for my family. Somebody say amen. Thirdly, we say he's got to be a provider. Now, when we look at provider, we look at it only in the natural point of things. But God said, yes, that's, I want you to take care of your own. But I also want you to provide spiritual nourishment also for your children, for your wife. You should be there for her. Somebody say amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I know that's right. Amen. Spiritually, I should be, I should know the climate of my own house. You know, this going to hurt. Ready? It's a problem when you go into church and, and your children are staying home. Nobody wants to tell you that, but what is that saying to your children? What is that saying? Hey, man, daddy can go, but, and then here's another thing. It's a problem when wife goes and you stay home. So because now you just told the children that, hey, man, it's not important to go there. It's only for the women. This ain't for no women thing. This is for men and women. Somebody say amen. Does that make sense? Last but not least, we said the role of protector. He should be protecting her naturally and physically. I got to be careful on what is getting in my mind so it doesn't get to my wife. Does that make sense? See, when the devil uses you, remember the, the illustration I gave you about the car? Vacation? Yes. When the devil uses you, you've just given him access to your wife. Because you should have protected that. Man, that's a little strong, isn't it? See, because now her purpose is off because you just got off. And you need to identify, how do I get, I got to get back on quick, fast, and in a hurry. You know, I have to tell her, thank you. I have to tell her, hey, look, you know, I I got a little off right there. I got to bring you back quick. Does that make sense? All right. As a protector, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching things. There have been things I've watched and I've watched in my family before she even saw it. Y'all hear what I'm saying to you? You're paying attention to what's going on. Every one of my kids' friends were not their friends. There were certain people I told my wife, and to this day I told my wife, I don't like them, I, know, I don't feel them, I don't like them. And they didn't, li- didn't say I didn't like them as a person. I said, I don't like what I'm k- picking up from them. I don't think they're good peoples. I think they'll be people who will harm us and harm our child. She'll tell you, I said that straight up. I said, I said, I said, don't get me off on this. I said, I tolerate that child, but. <laughs> now, I'm be real with you. She come around. I said, I tolerate her. But I said, I'm watching her. Because I think something going on in that child's life. That ain't a good thing. And I don't want that influence in mine. Y'all got to be able to, and I told my kids it, and I, I had to tell them there are certain ones, and I tell them, I don't like that one. <laughs> Straight up, I, t- I told them, I don't like that one. You know, there are times, hold that for me. I, there are times, uh, uh, can I be real? 
Teresa did one of them. <laughs> there, was, there was another situation that we had, and they, they asked me, they said, well, uh, why you act like that? And I said, oh, man, I can't go there, can I? Laura Duggar. Don't go down there. I got to leave that alone, don't I? Glory to God. Yeah, y'all both know where I got to go. Hi, you think I'm fine? All right. This going all out. Look, look, some of y'all like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I can't wait. No, because there's certain things as a father you see. And when a man, oh, no, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real at this point. I, I'll go here and stop. All right. There's something a man will see in another man. And when he doesn't see what in another man what he sees in himself, that becomes a problem. Because a man knows a man. Am I right? Am I right? And so when you don't see it, you go, well, what's up with that? You know, so I will do things. Oh, let me tell you, I will do things to a man on purpose to see where he is. Especially if you're coming into the pride. Y'all understand what I just said? Why? Because I want to see where you are. I want to see the genes that your DNA has been made up with. What? Who trained you? Because if you're going to be a man, if you're going to take, that's why I told Joanne, you better start looking at my son and what was put in him. You better make sure what was deposited in him got in him before you say I do. If he needs more work, let him stay in the oven. Is that all right? See, sometimes y'all breaking, you're, you're eating unbaked bread. Come on now. And you're wondering why you're sick. Your, bed, your bread ain't done. And you're just eating away. You're just good. Yeah, until it hits your tummy. And now, you got, now you're upset. Yeah, you're throwing up. I don't want it. Too late. You ate it. (laughs) Does that make sense? So you need to sharpen. A man sharpens. 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 I saw a thing the other day. One of my brothers put out there. One of my uh, sons put out there. He, He put out there. Men. Years ago. Men today. Got it. Men years ago, men today. It was a picture of a lion who was sitting there like this. Then it was another picture, men of today. A picture of another lion. His, his mane was all curled up. <laughs> Did y'all get it? The old school lion. And then the new lion. He made up and everything. Hey. That's not good. Somebody say amen. See, because he done lost his image. When you domesticate a lion, he won't hunt. Now, sometimes you're domesticating. Ladies, be careful what you domesticate. 
Okay, let's go on. Let's, let's go on. Let's go on. All right. Now, understand this. Write this down real quick. A distorted image comes from condemnation of the devil. You become deceived by your own imagination. I'm going to be what God called me to be. We just gave you four points on certain things I must do. But one of the things that I must do as a believer is somebody get me 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. One of the things that I must do, I must cast down thoughts and imaginations and high things. Everything that comes contrary to the word of God, I got to get rid of it. Somebody say amen. amen. Look what the Bible says. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, you, you, images. What image are you seeing? The image that I get of dominion that God called me and said that I should have, I'll have it if I'm continually renewing my mind over what God's word says. The image becomes perfected because I, the more I renew my mind on the word of God, the more I get perfected on what God's word said that I should be. Somebody say amen. When I refuse to hold the image of what God says in my, what I should be, I now think I'm smarter than God. Somebody say amen. The Bible says this, chaos begins outside of truth. Truth has now become, in this generation, if you're not, we're not careful, truth has now become the new hate speech. You ever notice that? You tell somebody the truth, they mad at you. You ever want somebody to not be your friend? Say no. You ever notice that? And, and the folk get mad and folk get upset. But, but when you tell them the truth, you know, I, you know, I, I'm sorry them plaid, that plaid and stripe don't go together. <laughs> Why don't it go together? Now you're mad at me. I don't even want to talk to you no more. When you tell folk the truth. But the Bible says that truth liberates. John 8.32, please, real quick. Truth liberates. Look at your neighbor and say, truth will, truth will. Liberate, me. liberate me. You will be crippled in life until you find the knowledge of truth or find truth. And that truth comes only through the word of God. And you shall, everybody ready to read? Amen. So he says the truth shall do what? Make me free. So knowing the truth. Somebody say amen. James 1 and 22. Turn with me there. When truth is received. Everybody say this behind me. When truth is received. received, I must must be be a doer doer of the word. See, when I receive truth, that's when I become a doer of the word. If I never receive truth, I'm not a doer. I'm just a hearer. And I've deceived myself. Somebody say amen. Until I do what God's word says do, I don't get the benefits from the word. And sometimes that takes, that's not an overnight journey. That's the thing I have to tell you. That sometimes this is not a microwave. And see, we live in a microwave society that says I need it tomorrow. Somebody say amen. Amen. But you need to know that God is working on you. One of the good, one of the blessed things that I have seen through this, through the making of me, is that God works on my heart. 
Am I the only one to see this? Every circumstance, every situation I found myself in, I found that God was working on me. And I said, man, how did I get here? And he said, well, I'm working on you. I don't know. You, you made some decisions to get yourself here. And I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on your heart. Why? Because I want you more like me. I want you like me. So I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to be like me. And a lot of people don't like that. But God, God loves you too much to leave you the same way you are. Isn't that awesome that he loves us so much that he will challenge When you get out of here today, he's going to challenge you. You know, you know who irritate me? You know, I've told you this before. People will irritate me who drive. I was down there. I was down in Florida, right? I was down there just driving, right? I was just driving around. And a Pennsylvania tag just got right in front of me. Wasn't it Pennsylvania? And I said to myself, they found me. <laughs> All the way down here. They drove. Couldn't wait to get here. Jack's down here. And then when I pull out, they pulled out. Tink, 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 tink. I was like, why? <laughs> Amen. And so, but see, God's dealing with my heart. Because he said, you got to get that right. He said, because you get so antsy. That's why, if you notice, when we leave, I always get on the passenger side. I don't even mad. She's like, what, what, what's going on? I was like, hey, you can try. <laughs> Amen. Does that make sense? All right. Am I the only male that jumps behind that passenger side and don't mind? I'm the only one. Huh? She won't let you. You want to. Oh, PMS, PMS. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hear me? Did he hear me? Did he hear me? You got to get control over there. You the, you the old line, not the new one. I'm playing with it. I'm messing with it. I'm messing with it. Yeah. She done took his... Oh, Lord Jesus. Amen. She won't let him drive, man. That's just wrong. That's wrong. When he go home today, you got to let that... Man. Get behind that with baby, I got you. Whatever you need, I got you. Amen. Now I'm I'm playing with him. I'm messing with him. Amen. James 1, 22, 26. He's all right. I hope so. Let me come over here and make sure you're all right. James, James 1, 22. Go ahead and put that on the screen. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Amen. So I got to be a doer of this word. Men, say this. I must, I must be, be a doer of the word, of the word because, because the word of God, word of God is, a is a game changer. A leader is one. Write this down because I'm out of time. A leader is one who knows the way, shows the way, goes the way. If I'm going to leave my family, I'm going to have to know the way, show the way and go the way. Some of you are in single family homes. You still must lead. You must know the way, show the way, and go the way. Look at Genesis 18 and 19. And then I'm going to tell you a story about someone who understood who he was. And once you understand who you were, you are, you will stand outside of the pack. Somebody say amen. Y'all getting anything today? For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord 
to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. Do you hear what he just told Abraham? He's saying that to you today, that if you, you should be a man enough in your family to command your family. Now, ladies, I know you was wondering, you sitting here waiting, where's my first Corinthians, first uh, Samuel 17. Y'all give me two more minutes. I'll be done. First Samuel 2 and 17, I mean, 17 talks about uh, David and Goliath. How many of y'all know the story? Hey, how many of you remember that when David came into it, when, when, when David came to see Goliath and he saw him up there, people were, the, the other children of Israel were just chilling back. They were holding back because they were a little afraid of what they saw. Somebody say amen. amen. In life, there's going to be times that things are going to appear that physically that things are out of control. And they're going to look bigger than what, you th- what they seem. But you need to recognize stand what stands behind you is greater than what is standing in front of you. Yes. Somebody say amen. And once you understand this, there is nothing that is nine foot six. Whatever it is, even though it's nine foot six, there's a spiritual solution that stands right behind that big problem. Amen. Write this down. I want you to get this. When David, there are certain points I want you to get out. I want you to go back home and read. David did this. When they, one of the things I want you to see, when they were looking at Goliath, they were looking up to Goliath. David was looking down. David was looking for that, that smooth stone because God told him, all you need, see, he picked up what he needed, but all he needed was one. I'm going to give you this point. They focus one of the things I cannot focus on what I see. The more I focus, even as a male, I can't focus on what I see. As a believer, I got to start focusing on what God's word says. Until I focus on what God's word says, change won't come. Amen. Sometimes my harvest doesn't come when I thought it should have been here. Oh, I ain't get a lot of amens on now. On this side, it got real quiet. Amen. I didn't get a lot of, now watch this. My harvest sometimes doesn't come when I thought it should have been here. Amen. Because sometimes I had believed years ago and I'm like, why ain't I get this harvest yet? Somebody say amen. amen. I'm, there are certain things I'm still waiting on harvest on. But I know it's harvest. I know the trick of the enemy is to get me to quit. And to get me to throw in the towel. <clears throat> And I refuse to do that. Right. I'm too close. Right. It took me all of what I had to get to where I am. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. And so as a man, say, I got to show my family, I'm going I'm to be willing to stand. Amen. Yes. Amen. All right. Okay. Glory to God. All right. David focused, secondly, or thirdly, David's focused on what he knew. See, if I'm going to be what God called me to be and this man that God called me to be, I'm going to focus on what I know. Women, I'm going to focus on what God's word says. I'm going to focus on what he says. See, the more I focus on that, the more I become that. Somebody say amen. Amen. Thirdly, what did he focus on? He focused on the covenant of God. God, I have a covenant with you. And because I have a covenant with you, I believe you will do exactly what you say you will do. Because you said it. 
I can't focus on what somebody else says. I got to focus on what God's word says. I got to start leading like I believe God. Somebody say amen. The world is looking for men. And they're looking for men to stand up and to be what you're called to be. The, the women shouldn't outnumber the men all the time in church. Now, in our church, I think we're catching up. You see what I mean? You know, where the fellows are, are, are seeing it, they're strong. They're like, man, I won't, I won't be that. I won't be what God called me to be. But still, we have ways to go. Somebody say amen. amen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Write this down. You have to have a different perspective of your problem than everybody else has. If I'm going to become a man, I've got to have a different perspective. Women, you have to have a dis- different perspective of any issue that you may see. I've got to see it different than everybody else is seeing it. People are seeing me losing. I'm seeing myself winning. I tell a story. I told a story years ago, years ago, and I'm going to tell it again. You know, uh, there are times that God allows you to go out and do things. And and uh, I, I take it. The story I tell is about a kite, how the kite gets up in the air. And when the kite first goes up, everybody can see it. But then when you really when it really catches wind. And it gets going. It goes up there. I don't know where I come from. And uh, I don't know if you've ever. Fl- How many of you have ever flew a kite? Old school fly kite. Young folk don't fly kites. They play video games that fly kites. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? They'll play a video game. Okay. They'll do a little. Yeah, flying a kite. And you'll be like, my little grandson, he's, he's so funny. You know, you he'll be on plane. You you just put the phone in his hand. He's like, and you you have to do like that. And then he go, eh. Amen. Be careful what we let him hook on to. Somebody say Amen. All right, but no, flying a kite. So old school when we flew a kite, man, you caught it with the wind. And I don't know if y'all realize, you know, you you looking at me like you ain't never fly a kite. You, you did. You looking at me like. What is that? A kite. <laughs> but you flew a cat. Oh, okay, okay. You just had that look like, what is a kite? All right, so she was waiting for the end. And so when the kite goes up, it keeps going up. It keeps going up. You ever notice that? I mean, how many ever got your kite up high? Some, hey, look, Carl was like, I know what you're talking about. There's only a few of us that went to those heights. Did y'all catch what I said? And see, because everybody, you can still see your kite. But I'm talking about that kite when you get way up there. And you can't barely see it. And, for, and all you got is string and a little piece of thing, stick holding on. Am I the only one? And you holding on to your stick. Now watch this. You holding on to your stick. And folk come by and folk go, what you doing? And you're like, I got my kite up there. And they're like. Ain't no kite up there. I see your string. I don't see no kite, but they don't realize the string got to go somewhere. Yeah. All right. So, but, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You got to follow this. And this is the way life is. A lot of times, even when you're maturing and becoming a man, you won't see it until you start reeling it in. 
And see, you now wait a minute now. You know it's there. Over on this side. You know it's there. But everybody around you may not even see it. They don't even believe it. Because you're holding on to it and it looks like you're holding on to air. But I'm going to tell you, the more you wield it in, and the more you turn it, remember, you're turning it. And the more you're turning it, you're putting it on it. 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 And next thing you know, it comes into view. Now, those who didn't believe are starting to see. Why? Because you believed in something that was greater. It was there the whole time, but nobody else saw it. See, grace works like this. I blessed you already. You had the kite. Even though, now watch this, you got to get this because this is in your maturity. Even though nobody else sees it, I know it's there. I'm going to hold on and I'm going to keep reeling it in even if you don't believe it's there. Because I believe God has placed it there. That's why he gave me that grace. He gave me that grace to hold on. Amen. See, because a lot of times people don't see what you see. But you got to continue to allow God to use you to let him reel you in. You're reeling it in and him in at the same time. Somebody say amen. amen. Write this down. You're going to like this. Write this down. We'll go. Amen. amen. Y'all right? Amen. You know, I said this to that. If all you see is what you see, you do not see all that can be seen. Can I say it one more time before we go? If all you see is what you see, you do not see all that you, all that can be seen. And see, and that's what God is doing with you and maturing you and building you. See, you stop looking at what you can see. If all you can see is what you can see, you have not seen all you can see. Okay. The whole purpose of the enemy, and I want to give you this before you go. The whole purpose, and men, you think you're not growing, but you are growing. But the whole purpose of the enemy is to keep you on physical. And not on the spiritual. Notice when David first came on the scene, one of the first things they said, do you see him? Look, see him? Look, see. They were trying to get him to lock into what they saw versus what God had said. And if you, ver- if you lock into what people are saying and what the world is saying that you should be, you're not going to be what God called you to be because you didn't lock on to spiritual. Somebody say amen. amen. I have to lock on to that which is spiritual. Amen. If I'm going to become this man that God says, walk in his image of what he's determined and wants me to walk in, I got to become spiritual in doing that. I have to realize there's more to what I, more to who I am than what I see. What I see may not be all. See, I'm not all that. All that you see is not all of me. There's more to me than what you see. Does that make sense? So the more I see this, the more I walk in it. And the more I walk in his image, the more I become exactly what he wants. I stop looking at what the world tells me and start looking at what God's word says. And I'll start to lead my family and I'll start to lead in the place that I need to lead. My society, my family, my church. Somebody say amen. Amen. If I don't get this right, society is always going to be messed up. Because... 
People mimic people when they don't know who they are. I got to leave you with something. You ever notice that? How many of y'all have a favorite guy you play, a favorite guy that plays football, baseball, or something? You have a favorite guy? What do you do when you have a favorite guy? What do you do? You buy his jersey. You're just, how many of y'all bought a jersey? Okay. How many of y'all got a jersey? Who you got a jersey of before I go? I don't have a jersey now, but I used to have um, uh, Jason Williams. Jason Williams jersey. <laughs> it took him a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. You still got his jersey? All right. Daryl Green. Oh, okay. Glory to God. I almost forgot. 28. Michael Vick. Anybody here? Oh, man, that was good. That was good. Oh, that was good. Oh, man, that was good. Did y'all hear that? Did you see what God just did? She just called out Michael Vick. Tell me what you remember of Michael Vick. Oh, did you see it? Did you see what just happened? They lit a different image. They painted a different image of this man. And when they painted that image now, that's what you remember. And if he's not careful, he'll start remembering that image. Rather that which God called him to be. See, because we'll remember his past, not his future. If you're not careful, you're painting yourself into an image that God never called you to be. Okay, okay, can I, I'm almost there. I'm, I really am. All right, so where's that number? Who's that number? Who else? Give me somebody else. Nobody? Who else? Where's the jersey? Y'all ain't got no jerseys? On this side? You just love the whole team. Tom Brady. You, you love Tom Brady? You got his jersey? No, no, you don't have his jersey? You do? All right, Tom Brady. She loved Tom Brady. Who, you love? Who's, who else got a jersey? McNabb, you got his jersey? Okay, now let me ask you something. Why'd you buy his jersey? Because I like what he's about. Did you hear what he said? He said, the reason why I bought his jersey because I like what he's about. You understand that? So let me ask you this. So when you put his jersey on, you kind of were putting his image on. Think about it. The only reason you put his, his jersey on because you liked his image. And so you, wrote, you walk with it on because that's you. I'm Dawkins. When I put this on, I feel like I'm Dawkins. You see what I'm saying? And if we're not careful, that's why two things before I go. That's why. Now, don't get mad at me. But that's why sometimes we're putting on those shirts, because maybe we're trying to identify, find our own image. And it's better to find it in someone else and then take it from what God said that we are. Because he's doing what we want it to be. So now, what if I did this? Put on God's jersey. Act like God said that I am. Now, this is what God will do for you. You'll put his jersey on. His name will be on the back. And one will be on. The... I'm out of time. <laughs> y'all missed it. Did y'all catch that? Get it laid on. 
The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you.